It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. So welcome, Jonathan, to Mind Your Business. Hey, uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I'm excited to have you on the show because we're going to talk about some exciting new things within your economic and cooperative development unit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So before we do that, mm -hmm. let's just remind the people what the economic and cooperative development unit is at BDC and what your role is within the organization. Yeah, so uh, thank you. So I'm the Economic and Cooperative Development Officer at the Economic and Cooperative Development Unit. I realize that's a bit of a mouthful. Um, our unit has got three people in it, uh, myself, then the director, William Spriggs, and then my colleague, Shalini uh, Johnston, who was in the news just on, I want to say, was it Tuesday? Yeah. She's the uh, underutilized commercial kitchen program manager. And there was an article in the Royal Gazette on, uh, I think it was Tuesday, talking about the good work she's been doing there. I'm very proud of what she does. Um, my own particular role is, well, you know, we try to support cooperatives. And a lot of that right now is uh, kind of preparing the soil, to use a gardening metaphor. We're doing a lot of kind of education okay. uh, workshops to let people understand what cooperatives are. Because although cooperatives are common throughout the world, in Bermuda, they're not really known. Yeah. So we're having to really kind of prime the pump in a way to get people to understand what cooperatives are. So we've been working on a lot of workshops and, you know, tutorials, webinars. And we're also working on laying some of the kind of policy foundation for cooperatives going forward. Okay. Um, yeah. Why Why do you guys think that it's a viable business model in Bermuda? If mm -hmm. it's not already here, what was the kind of catalyst to say, okay, this is something that could be good for Bermuda? Yeah, so any business really can be a cooperative. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, a cooperative is a for-profit business, which is democratically owned by its members. Okay. And there are different types of cooperatives. Uh, one of the easiest ones I, f I feel to explain is a type of a worker cooperative, which is where the business is owned by the workers who work at the business. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, they hire a general manager, and the general manager is the manager from day to day. But in their annual general meeting, the workers get together and say, this is what we want our strategy to be for next year and, you know, various policies. And they also get to share the profits. So the profits aren't going to any individual owner because they are all the owners. Yeah, I mean, to me, that sounds like perfect, mm -hmm. right? So it's like not only are you working, yeah. but you're also reinvested in yourself because you are owner of this company. So all of the efforts that you put in, you actually get to reap the benefits. It's not some shareholder somewhere that you don't get to see. It's actually mm -hmm. you and the uh, the other members of the cooperative. So I think it's wonderful. What has been the response to the workshops and trainings that you've been been offering? Yeah, um, in general, the response has been quite positive. I mean, as I said, a lot of people don't really know what a cooperative is. Yeah. But once they hear it, they're like, yeah, this is a great idea. Because then you have that ownership, that stake, uh, stakeholder ownership in the business. So you want it to succeed. Yeah. So you're more likely, you're not going to complain about the job if you own if, Right, if, if, if it's you your business. But like, you know, <laughs> these people... They get on my nerves. Oh, wait, yeah. people is me. Okay. <laughs> and at the same time, I mean, a lot of what BDC does is we support entrepreneurs. Yes. And uh, I think it's fair to say the life event of an entrepreneur is very stressful. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very intense. It's good. It's very rewarding when it works, but it can also be a lot of long nights and stuff behind the scenes, which yeah. people don't really see. Now, in a cooperative, you're not just sharing the profits. You're also sharing the burden. So it right. just makes it a, a lighter 
load to carry in a way. So in that way, a cooperative is, you know, it's, it's we great. should all be doing it. We should all be doing it. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad that it is something that is definitely on our purview because I think it's an opportunity, especially now, like where um, certain things have done collectively. It just makes sense. Right. I know um, I've said in one of your training sessions and there was a um, purchasing cooperative, which I think I'm like, why are we not doing that? Right. Yeah. And especially right now when you're seeing inflation going up Mm -hmm. and the cost of food um, and a purchasing a purchasing cooperative is when uh, like. You get together and you benefit from the economies of scale. So you can order goods, and I'd recommend dry goods rather than perishable ones. Right. Because, you of know, course, they go for off. virus reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can order them, get like a cargo container in, and it's cheaper because you're ordering it in bulk. Right. And then you kind of sell that and distribute it amongst your the owners of the purchasing uh, cooperative. Now, I believe it's, uh, is it, uh, what's the name of the church up by Government House? Uh, Vernon? Temple. Temple, Amy? Amy. Well, I know that name, but I don't know if that's the church you're referencing. Well, I know. I can't remember either. I haven't had coffee yet. I apologize. <laughs> but there is a uh, <laughs> there's a church which kind of runs a purchasing cooperative. It's not a purchasing cooperative per, per se. Per se? Okay. But they do bring it in. Like, they bring in, like, food for their members, and they distribute it amongst their members. Okay. Um, it's not a purchasing cooperative, as I understand it, because it's not necessarily owned by all the members, and they're not selling it to make a profit. They're right. just taking advantage. So it's like a near-purchasing cooperative. But, yeah, with the, uh, the economy... Sorry, inflation going up this year it makes due to sense. supply chain crises and also the war in uh, uh, Ukraine. It just makes sense, I think, for people to start thinking about this, getting together mm-hmm. and bringing it in. It can be for your neighborhood. It can be for any uh, club organization that you're in. It could be the unions bringing it in yeah. and selling it to their members yeah, yeah. at a cheaper rate than what they can get in the, uh, uh, you know, Front Street or Reed Street, for and example. And locally, I guess the the most recognized cooperative would be the um, credit union, right? Yeah, that is the uh, the that is a financial cooperative or a okay. banking cooperative, yeah, and yeah, yeah so um, they exist. They're doing a great job. Okay. Yeah. So today, though, yes. we're going to talk about um, this request for information that yep. you have put out, mm-hmm. um, and it's around you looking for. Uh, People or businesses or entrepreneurs who have ideas yeah. on an agricultural co-op, right? Yeah, that's right. We uh, we saw this piece of land up in um, Blue Hole Park, uh, Olsingham Park in general. It's yeah. actually three different parks all together, so it gets a bit confusing. But it's actually in Blue Hole Park. But the cottage is called Walsingham Cottage. That's why it's called the Walsingham Agricultural Land. Gotcha. Within the Greater Walsingham Property. area. Okay. Yeah, okay. Put it, Put it that way. But yeah, we saw this property and we saw that it's, uh, it's a piece of farmland, which hasn't been farmed for, I want to say about 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. But it has historically been a farm there for at least 100 years plus. And it's kind of derelict at the moment. And we were thinking about food security, um, especially as we were talking about with uh, cost of food mm-hmm. going up. Mm-hmm. And also we saw with COVID, with the uh, supply chain disruptions, that it's very important to have national um, food security for our island. Right. Um, and we were just thinking, well, we also want to support cooperatives, mm-hmm. and we th- feel that there's a potential for a agricultural cooperative. And we were just looking at all this, and we we're like, you know what? Let's put out this RFI, see if it can, you know, spark any interest. Okay. And we'll see how it goes from there. So explain to me what an RFI is, because this mm-hmm. isn't. It's not done yet. This is just kind of a request for people to give you ideas of what this particular piece of, of land could be, right? 
Yeah, that's right. So we're asking people to come take a look at the land. Okay. And just and we do want it to be an agricultural focus because right. it is agricultural. It makes sense, land. right? It's already farmland. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because we're for cooperatives, we were like, well, maybe this can be a good opportunity for someone to start a agricultural yeah. cooperative. Yeah. Because we know from the workshops that often people are interested in agricultural, but they're not sure, like what, yeah. how, yeah. They're not yeah. sure. They don't even know how to go about getting a piece of land to start doing the agriculture. Yeah. So when we saw this, uh, we were like, well, let's see if this is something that we can do. Now, we're not required to accept any of the proposals that are submitted, right. but it's it's good to get people talking, and it, we're getting them together in the room and just seeing where that goes. Uh, yeah, sorry. No, no, that's, that's <laughs> good. I mean, I think it's important because people... I, what we want people to do is to submit their ideas, right? Yeah, that's right. But it's like a first step in the process. It's not necessarily, okay, once the idea is submitted, we're going to pick one, and then it's full steam ahead. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's just seeing what's out there. Like, even though this is your unit, there are other people out there who have great ideas mm -hmm. about how to do things. And so this is one way, I think, where you mm -hmm. can get information or get ideas to see what it could be. That's right. Um, and going back to what you said earlier, if it can be a cooperative, why not? Because that means now mm -hmm. everybody is going to benefit. The land that's no longer being used is now being used. Yep. It's an opportunity to create some kind of food security for the island since we're so reliant on imported items. Mm -hmm. So to me, in my mind, I'm like, it's a win-win all around. Yeah, and, you know, as I said, we may not choose any of the people that apply and go yeah, ahead yeah. but we may also right. we may also choose three of the people that apply and merge right. them together somehow again we're talking we about cooperatives exactly. right right it's yeah and yeah. we did like a one-site visit back in uh early december okay and we decided to do it as an open site visit so anyone who had expressed an interest in the site at the time we invited them all together at that one time so everyone was there and could ask the same questions mm -hmm. hear the same answers and it was really interesting seeing the synergy because as they were just talking amongst each other mm -hmm. they were bouncing off ideas and See? they were like we could work together yeah perfect so, I'm That's not saying that is what will happen, but, but I'm just yeah. saying, you know. It, it, it kind of happened organically. If yeah. you're in the same space, you have similar ideas, why not work together, right? Yeah. Everybody's winning if, if you do that. Okay, so now you have one site visit. Are you intending to have another? We are intending to have another one. We haven't set the date yet, um, but we're asking anyone that is interested to email us. Mm -hmm. um, that's uh, We've asked you to email uh, myself, which is Jay Starling at BEDC.PM, and my colleague uh, William Spriggs, which is W Spriggs, S P R I G G S, at BEDC.PM. Mm -hmm. And if you can't remember that, just remember info at BEDC.PM <laughs> and email that, and it will get to us. And the information is also on our website at BEDC.PM. So the actual RFI, which details the information you're looking for, mm -hmm. as well as those contact details that you just um, mentioned, yeah. would also be available on the website. Yes. Now, what is the closing deadline? The closing deadline is the 16th, January the 16th. Okay. Which I want to say is a Monday. Probably is. Yeah, I don't have a calendar in front of me. No, and listen, <laughs> my brain doesn't work like that either. But um, so having said that, then for those of you who are listening, who might be interested, mm -hmm. who have some great ideas or um, would like to see what a co-op or agricultural co-op could be, mm -hmm. then I'd encourage you either to reach out, um, uh, certainly submit your application. Yep. So simple, straightforward application. 
um, and that way you can be part of the conversation. Because mm -hmm. for me, I think the worst part is for people to have ideas about a certain piece of land or something and then to not get involved and then afterwards something happens or something is um, put forward, let's say an idea is accepted, and they're like, oh man, I could have and I would have, you know, and it's like, get involved. Like, this is the opportunity to actually um, submit your idea. Who knows what it could turn into? Well, I mean, this is the beginning of the year, uh, January. It's the month for new beginnings. Yes. So, you know, if you've been thinking about this, you know, now's the time to take action. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're asking people to go to the website, which is bdc.pm, mm -hmm. and find our, the RFI. It's kind of at the bottom of the website, and then you click on it to learn more, and it opens it up. And there's actually a form there where you can put your ideas. We kind of prompt you with questions. Yeah. So we're asking people to really do that so that we kind of know what they want to do. What kind of questions are you using this from? Um, kind of stuff like, you know, what's your, what's your idea for the property? Uh, what's your initial co-op idea? Um, who's involved and any additional thoughts. Uh, that That's not too have. bad. It's not too bad at no. all. Um, yeah, so we're really, and also, although we're doing like supervised site visits, yeah. which we did the one in early December, we'll probably do one, well, I was, before that I was going to say, uh, you said the 16th, <laughs> so it's going to happen like in the next couple of weeks, right? I guess either this weekend or next weekend yes. or, some, or during the weekday at some uh -huh. point. Um, I actually have a meeting after this to figure out that time. Okay. In hindsight, we should have had that meeting first. <laughs> so we can let people know, but but it's coming. And so if you're interested, I would just say mm -hmm. um, to please do get in contact with Jonathan. Yeah. Um, or go onto the website and, and submit mm -hmm. a formal interest. And then, of course, we'll have your contact details, and yeah. then you will get information about when that actual date is. That's right. But I should also say, you mean, it is public property. You can yeah. walk up there by yourself. You don't need us there. It's just if you wanted us there to ask any additional yeah. questions, we can do it. But there's nothing stopping anyone walking up there. Taking a look yeah, and checking it out. Yeah, go during your lunch hour, just walk up there. Um, you may not even know where it is, though. So if you are familiar with Blue Hole, and if you're old like me, you remember the Dolphin Show down there. Yeah. So as if you're walking, so you park at Blue Hole Car Park, um, which is just off from the causeway, and you kind of walk along the path. And before you get to the area, which was the Dolphin Show yeah. area, you'll see a kind of a hill or a little road turning up onto your right. And it's a bit of a steep hill. And that wiped me out, showed me how out of shape I was. <laughs> um, but you go up that hill, and there's a cottage up there. And behind the cottage is that is cultural space. field. It's a space. Okay. Yeah. You all wouldn't right. really know. Most people that go to the park don't even know that the park goes all the way up there. Yeah. But I should stress, although it is in park land, this is agricultural land within the park. Right. There's nature reserves around it. Right. But this and I is think some people were like, oh, don't do anything to it. I'm like, but it needs something done to it because it's just sitting there not being used. Yeah, and it's full of invasive species at the moment, a lot of yeah. Mexican pepper and a few other things. So this is just bringing agricultural land, which has historically been agricultural land. It just hasn't been used for the last 10, 15 right. years. Right, right. Just bringing it back into production and taking away the invasives. It's not hurting the parkland. It is a brownfield site to use. Uh, when you say brownfield, what do you mean? Sure. So a greenfield site is the opposite, which is it's a virgin nature. Okay. So that would be like us going into, I don't know, Spittle Pond and building a condominium there. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. No, you can't do that. That's right. right. But a brownfield site is a site which has already been used previously. It's not a pristine na natural area. Okay. So because it has historically been a farmland, we can call it a brownfield site. 
because if anything, we're just bringing it back into production. To production, right. Um, so you want to bring it back, restore it, if you will. Yeah, to and, what? and it can actually benefit the surrounding biodiversity because I'd imagine you could, you know, you take away the invasives, so the invasives are then uh, Not producing other, seeds yeah, yeah. into the nat- nature area. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, good to clarify that because, you know, sometimes <laughs> people, you know, they don't read all the way and then they, they get all excited and, and want to um, fight and for not. Yeah, I saw it is... some of the comments and people are like, why are you building in a park? I'm like, well, it is a park, yes, but it's not park land per se. Right. It's a bit of a fine distinction. We're just bringing something back yeah. to to its... its um, to what you, it used to be. That's right. And yeah. if you look at the uh, the planning maps where you can see all the zoning, you can see the the agricultural land there uh, that that is zoned for it, and it's got woodland reserve to the side and nature reserve to the side. But the area we're actually talking about is agricultural land. Zoned it, land. Yes, which is why you're looking at ideas for an agricultural co-op. So exactly. it's still in keeping with what it was already zoned for. Yes. So talk a little bit about, because I know throughout your unit, this is an idea, and you're like, hey, this will be a great opportunity mm-hmm. to try to get a co-op done yep. and bring some some land that has been underutilized or derelict, I should say, yeah. back to mm-hmm. its um, true glory. But who else, what other partners are, have to be involved in order to make this a reality? Because it's just not BEDC, right? Yeah, I mean, we're kind of more like the facilitators here. I mean, the property itself is, of course, government land. Right. So, and it is within a park. So we're having, you have to deal with uh, Ministry of Public Works, mm-hmm. which is um, the, what's the department? Uh, land, public estate and land, mm-hmm. um, who are kind of the landlords. And then, of course, Parks and Parks Commission, mm-hmm. um, all of those involved. And, yeah. So it's just the, the goal is for it. To me, I liken it to like a public-private partnership where we're mm-hmm. trying to work together to create something good that's mm-hmm. going to be a benefit to the community. It'll be a benefit to the members who yep. who actually end up creating this co-op if it is a go. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I just think it's a great idea. It's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you just need to be the catalyst, right, to say, hey, what about this? And so far with the RFI, I think that's what you're doing. You're inviting people to submit their ideas. Yep. And then we'll take it from there. Once you get the ideas, once you get the interest, then you can move forward, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how. Okay. All and right. we've had some really good responses so far. Oh, good. Not, not to deter, not to discourage anyone from applying. Still apply. I'm just saying we've had some really good responses, and we're looking forward to additional ones before the deadline. And you know what I think is really great about the cooperative model is that. Let's say, for example, and, you know, some people think, oh, my idea is unique and nobody thinks like me. Mm -hmm. Chances are there's going to be multiple people that think like you. So in this scenario with a cooperative, if there are, there's nothing stopping you for, for, like you said, from coming together and Mm -hmm. still creating this thing. And we all have a stake in it versus this is my exclusive idea. I'm going to start this business and that's it. And nobody else can be involved. We're looking for people who have these kind of like minded ideas Mm -hmm. and who are are willing to explore like this cooperative model yeah and i should also say we realize a lot of people don't aren't familiar with cooperatives yeah. so if you what we're planning to do after this once we get everyone's ideas in um whoever we end up working with if we do end up working with we're going to be training them on how to actually run a cooperative mm-hmm. there's going to be like workshops and training involved with this as well so they're not going to be left to the wolves you'll you'll yeah. it's like a hand a guided kind of um 
Uh, well, we want it to pro- be a success. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're not going to leave you, as you said, to the wolves. We're going to work with you to yeah. make sure that everything is successful. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And at, at, at the end of the day, everybody wins if that's the case, I think, you know? Yeah. And it's a beautiful uh, piece of park area up there. I don't. I go up to Walsingham uh, as often as I can. Mm-hmm. And um, if this brings more life into the area, then that's good. It doesn't take away from the park. If anything, it enhances it. will it enhance it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited for you guys. Let's just remind everyone where they can get the information, mm-hmm. the closing date again, um, and then who they can follow up with. Okay, yeah. So if you go to BEDC's website, which is BEDC.BM, mm-hmm. and you'll find it there. You might have to search a little, but really just scroll down, and it's kind of at the bottom. And it says Walsingham RFI and Learn More. Click on that. opens it up, and all the information is there. And the deadline for applying is January the 16th, which yes. I want to say is Monday. Not next Monday, but, but the, the following Monday. Following yeah. Monday. Um, and on our website is the form to fill in to to kind of describe what you, your idea is right. and concept. And you can also email uh, myself, which is jstarling, J-S-T-A-R-L-I-N-G, just like the bird, at bdc.bm, and my colleague, William Spriggs, which is W-S-P-R-I-G-G-S, at bdc.bm. And uh, just email us and ask us that. And if you haven't filled in the form, we'll tell you to fill in the form. But... <laughs> So we advise the, you to fill that out first. The questions on the form are pretty straightforward. It's like, what is your idea? What do you want to do? Yeah. Who are the partners? That kind of thing. So it's not like we're asking for a full-on business plan, but mm-hmm. really it's just to help us understand what it is you're thinking about. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you will, um, if you submit the form, you will be invited to attend the site visit yeah. um, where you have the opportunity to meet other people who have, may have like-minded interests as yeah. well as ask specific questions mm-hmm. related to what it is that you guys are looking for so and again that when we do the site visits it's going to be open to everyone who's coming which can be a set time yeah and we're just doing that for the sake of transparency so no one feels like they have any preferential treatment no everyone has the chance to ask a question and hear the answers from other questions at the yeah. same time yeah um and it, even if you participated in the earlier site visit you if you want again, to come back yeah you yeah. might have additional questions yeah and again there's nothing stopping you going and checking out the site yourself mm-hmm. um just be careful. It is a bit of a derelict area. Right. So, so you know, don't jump on the, the wooden boards and you might fall through. But <laughs> we don't want that. No, but we are not liable for that. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I'm hopeful that you're going to get a ton of submissions mm. and that it turns into something um, that we can be proud of. That, look, look, this is a cooperative that actually works. Um, and their models that exist, like you said, in other parts of the world, a lot there are co-ops everywhere. Yep. Um, so hopefully this can be uh, an example of mm-hmm. a co-op coming together and working. So once you have gone through after the closing date, um, what should people expect then? Like what happens then? Well, we're going to reflect on all the applications. Um, uh, you'll see in the RFI, we're not. We're not uh, obligated to necessarily take any of them. Right, this is right. kind of a information brainstorming uh, thing at the moment. But some of the ideas are, might be so great that we will work together with yeah. some of them. We, we just don't know until the deadline happens. Right. Um, but anyone who has expressed an interest in the cooperatives, well, of course, we're going to work follow up regardless. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. help them understand cooperatives. And maybe this site isn't good for them, but we can help them with other Find sites. Other we don't things. know. Okay. Um, but basically, after the deadline 
uh, ends, we're going to sit down and review all of the applications. But you'll be following up with everyone that submitted anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Let, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I just letting them know what to expect. So if they submit yes. something, then someone will be in touch or at at any point or at any. That's right. And you can always email us and say I submitted, haven't heard anything, and then we can reply to that if we haven't replied to you already. Okay. So yeah. Well, thank you, Jonathan, for coming on and talking about this. I'm excited. Um, hopefully, like I said, you get a lot of applications yeah. um, and that this actually materializes into something that I think will be good for the island, good for the community, mm -hmm. and good for um, entrepreneurs. Yeah, thank you for having me here. It's been great. And I'm really excited about this opportunity and all the feedback or responses we've gotten. And I'm looking forward to more. And even if you're not interested in agricultural cooperatives, but you want to know more about cooperatives in general, reach out to us. I yeah. mean, we're literally paid to help you with that. <laughs> so it will be our, our pleasure to assist. All right. Wonderful. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Jamila. Listen, I have to say my catchphrase, right? Oh, cool. Do you know it? I don't. Okay. Excelsior. No. <laughs> so I'm going to, you know, properly say, you know, thank you for joining us here on Mind Your Business. And okay. remember, mm -hmm. if you don't mind your business. Someone else will. Who will? Oh, who will? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. It makes sense, right? Again, I haven't had coffee yet. <laughs> okay, I forgive you because I understand. But no, thanks again for being here. I really enjoyed the conversation and hopefully um, people who listen will do and actively respond and apply. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here.